You're listening to the Live Free Now podcast, bringing you the news, views, tips, and tools you can use to live a free, prosperous, and healthy life. Find us online at livefreenow.show. And now your host, John Bush. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Live Free Now show, bringing you the news, views, tips, and tools you can use to live a free, prosperous, and healthy life. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about the Greater Reset, and also I'll be sharing about Freedom Cells. And I want to focus really on a theme, which is the importance of being proactive and the importance of focusing on solutions. There is so much crazy stuff happening in the world, and oftentimes people can be taken for a ride. People can be taken off of their groove and made to carry out someone else's agenda. And so I really want to hammer home the idea that we ought to live according to our own purpose, And we ought to stay focused on our goals in life, those goals that will help us to fulfill our purpose and our why, so to speak. But before we get into all that, I would like to invite you to check out livefreenow.show. Livefreenow.show is the podcast website where you can find previous editions. I would very much like you to sign up for our newsletter so we can stay in contact should we get shut down if you're watching us on YouTube or Facebook. I want to shout out real quick the folks watching on DLive and Float, some decentralized applications and some non-big tech apps. Uh, so again, go to livefreenow.show, subscribe to the podcast, Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, and sign up for our email newsletter. And uh, shout out to one of our sponsors real quick, Brave Botanicals, mybravebotanicals.com. We did just recently add some Delta 8 products. We have Delta 8 THC flower. Good stuff. Makes you feel really good. We have an eighth and a quarter. We have Delta 8 THC vape cartridges. It's like Delta 9 THC, which everyone's used to, but there's a little less anxiety, paranoia, and it is legal federally. And of course, the most popular are these Delta 8 gummies, 25 milligrams. Wow. You know, last time I talked about our sponsor, you can go to mybravebotanicals.com, click on CBD THC, mybravebotanicals.com. I promoted this last time, and there were people like hating in the comments, like, this guy's just promoting weed and blah, blah, blah. I guess I just kind of assumed that everyone was super into cannabis products and plant medicine these days, but I guess there's still some reefer madness out there. But yeah, um, I want to thank everyone that's tuned in live. Gary Campbell says, hi from London, looking forward to the Greater Reset. Yes, we are going to be talking about the Greater Reset, and the Greater Reset is coming up the 25th through the 29th. I'm going to talk about what the Great Reset is all about, and I'm going to talk about our response, the Greater Reset activation. And again, it's all going to be a focus on solutions and being proactive. Uh, let's go ahead and let me just introduce you. You can go to thegreaterreset.org, thegreaterreset.org. This is an event that the Freedom Cells Network is hosting and bringing together. Myself, Derek Bros, Ramiro, and several other folks have really taken a big role in, in producing this. It's going to be a virtual summit in addition to in-person screenings that are going to take place and watch parties. And Derek Bros and some folks are hosting one in Mexico, Z Guanajuato, Z Watanejo, 
which is a beach town. And so if you you still got time to check that out, the tickets are like 20 or $30. If you want to just watch it, it's free. We're not charging anything for this. If you want to host a watch party, there's watch parties taking place all across the globe. But I'm going to go ahead and play this video here for you so you can get an understanding of, of where it is that we're coming from and what it's all about. Oh, look, we got someone watching from Kenya. So we got Ken, Kenya, London in the house. This is, really is a global movement of peace and freedom. So thanks for tuning in to the Live Free Now show. And it's great for you to be a part of this, this broadcast. Again, the website's thegreaterreset.org. Let me go ahead and play this little intro video so you can kind of get a feel what we're all about. And then I will come back and break down some details of what the Greater Reset is all about. But again, we're not going to allow ourselves to be victims of what is taking place in this world. There has been a long train of conspiracies, a long train of abuses, like in the Declaration of Independence. That was written in the Declaration of Independence. And because that's happened, it doesn't mean that we're going to freak out. It doesn't mean we're going to focus all of our time and energy and attention on the problem. We're not going to like get catatonic because we're so overwhelmed and we like dug such a deep rabbit hole understanding the problem. That's not what it's all about. What it's about is understanding the problem in the context of being able to respond and strategize so that we can find freedom in our lives and so that we can insulate ourselves from the tyranny and the technocracy that is to come. That is the message I want to deliver you today. And let's go ahead and start off with this awesome video that our good friend helped us put together. And uh, this is what The Greater Reset is all about. As we wake up to a new normal today and life is slowly grinding to a halt. Now masks are becoming the new normal. Americans are facing a new normal. One that may include losing their jobs, losing their income, and even losing their health insurance. I don't think we get back to normal. I think we get back or we, we... we get to a new normal. It's time to reject the new normal. Now is the historical moment, the time, not only to fight severe virus, but to shape the system. It's time to reject the Great Reset. It's time to support the People's Reset. It's time for the Greater Reset. From January 25th to the 29th, journalists, activists, researchers, and advocates are hosting the Greater Reset Activation, a five-day event dedicated by providing practical steps and knowledge for co-creating a world that respects individual liberty, bodily autonomy, and choice. The Greater Reset is the world's collective response to the World Economic Forum's initiative, The Great Reset. We invite you to join us for five days of discussion about the diverse opportunities available for those who seek to live in harmony with humanity and the planet while respecting our innate freedom. Each day is dedicated to a different domain and provides solutions to the WEF's vision. Day one is dedicated to the Agora and decentralized economics. Tuesday the 26th will focus on health and education. Day three will focus on nature, permaculture, and regenerative agriculture. Thursday the 28th will highlight the liberating side of digital technology, including encryption, blockchain, and decentralized autonomous organizations. On Friday, January 29th, we will end the event by showcasing examples of intentional communities, freedom cells, and community organizing. Don't miss out on this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to hear from some of the most powerful speakers in the world with a focus on solutions. 
We encourage everyone to organize local watch parties in your area using freedomcells.org. Also, find out more about the Greater Getaway in-person event in Zihuatanejo, Mexico. Visit thegreaterreset.org for more information. Okay, so that was a super cool video, and it's always a pleasure of mine to work with old Derek Bros, who is just an activist powerhouse, and he really does some really high-quality, polished work. So shout out, Derek Bros. Thanks for having me on the Conscious Resistance Network, and thank you for doing all the great activism that you've come to do. So The Greater Reset is a response to the World Economic Forum's Great Reset, which essentially is what I would call a marketing plan. Um, that is what James Corbett also calls it. He, he cleverly sees that it is a, it's like a call to action. It's a marketing plan to get exposure for these global oligarchs and technocrats so they can kind of have a rallying cry and a, a thing to clarify their vision and motivate world leaders and motivate industry heads to move forward with a reshaping of society at large. Uh, shout out also if you are a new listener to the Live Free Now show, if you heard the podcast, the interview that I did uh, on the James Corbett show, I did the Solutions Watch. It was his very first one. It's always an honor and a privilege to be on his program and to partner with him. So thank you, uh, to James Corbett and shout out if you're a James Corbett Corbett Report listener and you've stumbled upon my work, it's good to have you on board. We're going to do some amazing things together and the future is looking bright, right? It's like a paradox because I always remain optimistic and I hope you appreciate that. And it's not just, I'm not just blowing smoke. I genuinely believe that if we focus on that, which brings about joy in our lives, then we can increase the probability that will manifest more beautiful things like that. And so I genuinely believe that. I believe that we can attract that which we focus on. I believe in the law of attraction. Uh, you can call it that you can call it whatever the hell you want. It's the old school principles that are thousands of years old, um, iterated in Buddhism early on, but that's really what I believe. So even though we simultaneously have an environment where there's some very dark things taking place, especially with the COVID-19 pandemic, plandemic, scamdemic that's going on, there's an acceleration of the tyranny that we're facing. There has never been more division in this country since perhaps the Civil War. Perhaps this country is even on the break, brink of another civil war, all this crazy stuff that took place at the Capitol. I broke down a recent podcast, but it's like, okay, we can focus on all of that. We can just be like, okay, we're going to spend our time researching on the internet, waiting for the latest Q drop. We're going to just gouge on freaking documentaries and stuff, which is what I did myself back in the early 2000s. That was my program. I was just pounding Alex Jones, not a fan of Alex Jones's now. He definitely was a lot cooler back in the day when he focused on false flag terrorism, conspiracy theories, and he's more of a libertarian than a right wing, a right winger and, uh, you know, a bit of a xenophobe. But that's what, what I was just all focused on that, all amped up. And when you focus on that, that's what you see in the world. But when you focus on the beauty, when you focus on the spontaneous order and freedom that's all around us, when you understand the fact that most of our lives are 
living in a state of freedom where we make choices. We decide what we're going to do that day. We decide what route we're going to take. Um, if you have a decent er living that you earn, you can decide what kind of car you're going to drive, right? We have the power to, to do all this stuff. And in most of our life is freedom and beauty and harmony and joyous personal relationships. If you choose that for yourself, you can have that. And I'm here to tell you that the more you focus on those things and be grateful for what you have in your life, and the less you focus on the problem and the enemies of liberty and the problems that you had at your work, then the more the more beauty and freedom you're going to find in your life. So that's that's kind of what I want to riff on today. So, But for now, again, when we study the problem, I believe that we ought to study the problem in the context of how can we better understand what's taking place in our world so we can more strategically opt out of it, avoid it, and create alternatives that will compete with it and hopefully overtake it someday. So let's get a better understanding of the Great Reset. As I said before, the Great Reset essentially is a marketing plan by the World Economic Forum. The World Economic Forum is one of these ultra elite organizations that has memberships uh, that are oligarchs, heads of industry, world leaders. They meet annually in Davos, Switzerland. And this is their Davos meeting. They're also called the Davos Group. And one of the things that they do is they try to drive policies and societal changes, right? This is something that a lot of tax exempt foundations do. And as we'll find, they're the tax-exempt foundations play a big role in, in ushering in this great reset. And so essentially you have a lot of powerful people that are coming together to get on the same page and to organize themselves and to network so that they can carry forward their vision. And, you know, one thing that we can learn from these clowns, one thing that we can learn from the Rockefellers of the world, one thing that we can learn from the secret society roundtable groups is that we ought to step out of the reactionary paradigm where we're focused on the politics of the day and step into a proactive mode where we set a goal, where we have our ideal vision for what the world can look like. And we're going to tell you all about that at the greater reset, thegreaterreset.org. And we focus on that vision and we focus on that path and we take a big picture look at how we can accomplish our goals. Right. Too many people get caught up in the two year election cycle or the four year election cycle, or they were formerly libertarians or Ron Paul revolutionaries like myself. And then all of a sudden, all the media and this right wing phenomenon really just starts to take foot and foment. And everyone's concerned about immigration and concerned about Muslims because of the terror stuff and and what's happening in Syria. And everyone kind of shifts. They get they turn into a reactionary paradigm where they're controlled. Right. And then you have this strong man, authoritarian Donald Trump that comes along and people that seemingly valued liberty, understood the principles of liberty. They got co-opted and got brought into a reaction reactionary paradigm with the whole Donald Trump MAGA thing, right? And then even further, the Q phenomenon. It's like, oh, the Q drops, Q, the plan, trust the plan. There's going to be mass arrest. They're going to save us. And they put all this hope into this thing and they get carried away down this path. And as I discussed on a previous podcast, I think that the whole Q thing, maybe it started off like with 4chan trolls, but I believe it was co-opted and turned into a psychological warfare operation to marginalize the MAGA right-wing extremist movement that was beginning to, I don't like to use the term extremist actually, because that's a 
big brother term, but I think it was a psyop. And because people aren't proactive on the game and aligned with their purpose and their goals, and we have a plan and we have a path, and this is what we want to achieve, they're able to be manipulated. You don't want to be in that place. It, it's it's on a macro scale, political movements, so on and so forth, right? I'm an activist, but it's also on a micro scale in your business, at your place of work, in your personal relationships, in your relationships with your spouse or your former spouse. You got to stay on top of your game, man. You got to be aligned with your purpose, with your vision for your life, your ideal life and the ideal life of your community. You got to stay on that path. Don't let people throw you off of that game. Right. And that's what we're doing with the Greater Reset. We have a vision for what we would like the world to look like, at least for ourselves and our community. And we're staying on that path, whether Joe Biden gets elected and inaugurated, which happened. Right. Or whether Trump was somehow going to overtake and have this big coup or whatever the hell or he was going to expose election fraud or whatever. I don't care. Sure, it affects me with the nuances on the outside of things. Right. On the margins, there's an effect greater capital gains tax, more policies for this, that, and the other. But at the end of the day, it's authoritarianism of a different strain. And that's not what I'm about. I'm about total freedom and building a genuinely free society. And that's what I'm going to be focused on. And that's what I encourage you to focus on as well, to stay on that path. So we got a lot of great opportunities ahead of us. Okay. I digress. This is just a riff, rant, and rave. So so bear with me. All right. So the Great Reset, what is their agenda? I talked about a vision for the future that the Great Reset folks, the World Economic Forum, all these power elite. Well, it happens to be the same agenda as the United Nations Agenda 21 you might be familiar with. It's since been revamped to the Agenda 2030 Sustainable Development Goals, also known as SDGs. These all go hand in hand. What uh, what the Davos Great Reset folks want to accomplish is the Sustainable Development Goals. And so what would a world look like if the Great Reset is allowed to come to fruition? First, I'd like to point out that they have the 2030 as a big goal. So this decade, 2020 to 2030, is really going to bring about quite a few radical changes. I like to remain optimistic, but also on a practical, pragmatic sense Unless there is a big dramatic shift, I think some of this Great Reset stuff will probably get carried out. And so what we really need to focus on, in addition to a meta strategy where we try to wake people up about all this stuff so we can fail and crash and burn and we can dismantle their stuff, we really need to focus on what are we going to do to insulate ourselves, get ourselves out of the smart cities, which I'll talk about here in a second. But what is their vision? They want to reshape capitalism. They want to reshape market economies. They want to move away from free markets and free enterprise, which we don't have right now, right? We have elements of that now. And again, we can focus on the freedom, right? But we don't want to focus on the freedom or be so optimistic that we're naive and we allow ourselves to be harmed. So they want to change capitalism. They want to create what they call stakeholder capitalism, where the goal isn't to enrich the shareholders, right? Or to make profits. The goal is to ensure that all of the stakeholders, every single person that could possibly be affected by this business, essentially, all the stakeholders gain value from this enterprise, right? And they want to make it to where the new form of profit is sustainability. And they shift values away from, away from private profit and away from rational self-interest towards 
our highest ethic is sustainability and living in harmony with nature. Now, that all sounds fine and well, and that's one of my ethics and values as well, except the way that they want to bring it about, right? There's a contrast, there's a dichotomy here. The way that the Great Reset aims to bring about sustainability is through control, is through centralization, is through carbon taxes, cap and trade markets, is through technology, tracking and tracing every single bit of biodiversity on this earth through the Microsoft planetary supercomputer, which is a thing, and they want to do things through control. I want to see a greater environment and more harmony between humans and nature through permaculture and through regenerative agriculture and through decentralization and localization, right? There's two competing things. And the one of the really sinister, beautiful parts about this whole Great Reset, right? Obviously, I don't support it, but I am in awe. And I'm sometimes like, wow, these fucking Rockefeller guys and this Klaus Schwab jerk, he's the head of the World Economic Forum, like, these guys are freaking good. They are really good. They are really plowing forward with this agenda. And sometimes I'm just like, damn, I'm like in awe of these clowns. But they like to prop up poverty and environmental problems as these goals that they want to help solve. And of course, all the progressives are like, this is great. We have a problem with poverty as well. We shouldn't have so much homelessness and yada, yada, yada. But it's all about track, trace and control. OK, so one of the big things that the Great Reset wants to carry out is this new iteration of capitalism called stakeholder capitalism. And a part of that is this crazy, crazy stuff where they're like, they want to create these human capital bonds. And essentially they want to view, they want to, they view human beings as commodities that can be leveraged as a means to an end. This is an expansion of the whole, what's that guy's name in the free speech movement where he's like, they want us to be wrenches and the, they want us to be gears in the factory where they churn us out in the colleges and send us into the industry to work. Right. And like, that's how the United States public education was created on this Prussian model, which is to deny and limit individuality to create automatons like dronish type human beings that will fulfill the industrial revolution and fill the factories. Right. They want to take that to a whole nother level couple it what they're calling couple it with what they're calling the fourth industrial revolution the fourth industrial revolution right the first revolutions were like factories and assembly and information was the most recent revolution right and the new one is the merging of biology and technology not just humans and technology but all biology and technology and so they want to shift they want to manipulate they want to mold human beings so they fit this new industry that they are creating and they're doing it through these like crazy investments that so let me just break this down real quick there's a woman named allison mcdowell that does a lot of good work on this front although whatever she's like really really anti-blockchain blockchain technology blockchain technology is, is going to be a big underpinning for this fourth industrial revolution panopticon surveillance society blockchain technology is a tool that can be used both for liberation and for enslavement's paradox very beautiful thing very fascinating as well but let me just break down this element of stakeholder capitalism and where the great reset wants to go so essentially, I did an interview with this woman named Julianne Romanello, who's going to be speaking at The Greater Reset. I'm going to get into The Greater Reset and what it's all about here, too, as well. But I just want to focus on what The Great Reset is. I interviewed this woman named Julianne Romanello, who used to be an assistant or associate professor at Tulsa University. 
And she started hearing all this weird language that they were using, all the at sustainable development goals and all this stuff. And she noticed a shift in the university. Well, she started researching and investigating all these tax exempt foundations are funding industry and funding education in the area. And one of the things that she discovered is that they have what's called a P20 pipeline, preschool to PhD, whereby big tax exempt foundations invest money in early childhood development in public education, in middle school and high school in college universities so that they can induce, so that they can manipulate the future so that these children, as they are molded and grown, become perfect cogs to fulfill a new industry, a fourth industrial revolution with focuses on robotics, with focuses on surveillance technology, with focuses on artificial intelligence, and with focuses on drone technology, which is a big part of what they're doing in Tulsa. And so she noticed this, and, there's, and here's where it gets even scarier. These tax-exempt foundations invest tens of millions, hundreds of millions of dollars. There's something called pay for success and impact investing, whereby money is put into some sort of institution and there is a desired outcome. In the case of this P20 pipeline, the outcome is we're going to invest tens of millions, hundreds of millions of dollars, and we want to see in 10 to 20 years that the youth in this given city are being trained, are being molded so that they can successfully fulfill the new industry that we aim to create in this area. And the pay for success element comes in that if these if these goals are reached, then people get paid out. And what's taking place is there's financial markets that are being created on the outside of this that are betting whether this is going to be successful or whether this is going to be a failure. They're doing options. They're doing options trading. They're doing long bets that it's going to be successful. And they're doing short bets that it's going to be a failure. It's absolutely ridiculous. And there's tens of millions and hundreds of millions of dollars that are pouring in to these outcome-based investments. It's called pay for success. It's called impact investing. It's absolutely nuts. Same kind of thing is taking place here in Austin, the city of Austin, hardcore Agenda 21. I used to speak out against Agenda 21 at Austin City Council in 2009. A lot of the stuff that I talked about then has totally come to fruition. Well, they have like the city of Austin technology department. And in this technology department, which gets funding from tax exempt foundations, let me see if I can pull it up. They have this program called MyPass, MyPass Austin. This is another one of those impact investment things. And so my pass, you have these billionaire oligarchs. They come in and they're like, hey, we're going to invest $10 million in your community. We want to carry forward this my pass program. And what my pass aims to do is to gather up all the homeless people in the area and to give them a blockchain identity so that we can more successfully track and trace the social welfare programs that we are going to be giving them. And in my opinion, this is like a testing ground. Again, they focus the whole greater re the great reset thing is like, we want to solve environmentalism. We want to solve poverty, right? So they try to roll it out. We're like, oh, there's this problem here. The homeless people, we're having trouble keeping track of them and they need to have better social services. So why don't we use a blockchain in order to identify them and track and trace what they're doing and track and trace what we're doling out to them? Let's prove it for the homeless community. Then let's roll it out to everyone else. This is the same kind of impact investment. We have the design, technology, and innovation projects. This is an official website of the city of Austin. 
And again, there's a bunch of money that's been doled out and these kind of things, there's going to be impact investing and pay for success if stuff actually takes place. And the way that blockchain fits in is that the blockchain technology makes it very easy to track and trace, analyze all of these various variables, right? Blockchain technology can simultaneously liberate people by giving them total control and ownership over their value, their wealth, their information. On the flip side, centralized blockchain technology in the hands of these oligarchs and technocrats can really cause a lot of problems. So that's another that's an element of how the Great Reset aims to reshape market economies, capitalism, free enterprise towards this perverted, disgusting control paradigm where all of the funds and money and effort and momentum is shifted into reshaping the world towards this fourth industrial revolution total panopticon surveillance society where every child at birth is given a blockchain identity and that blockchain identity is tied to their social credit score and their vaccine regiment right another big thing the great reset is pushing as is the world economic forum the rockefeller foundation and the bill and melinda gates foundation they are pushing for what is called common pass which is a vaccine immunity certificate, a digital immunity certificate. We all heard Bill Gates talking about it early in the pandemic, pandemic, all this crazy stuff. Well, now they're rolling it out. There's one called Common Pass and the airlines are going to require it. All this kind of stuff. It's all crazy blockchain-based nonsense, ID 2020, chips in the kids and all sorts of crazy shit. This is what the Great Reset is all about, okay? It's a problem. Don't get me wrong, it is a big freaking problem and we have to resist it, okay? But again, here's my advice. The overall theme of today's podcast and broadcast transmission is we ought not to fall into a reactionary trap, a reactionary paradigm where we learn about all this information and we freak out about it and we're like, holy shit, this is really scary stuff, right? A lot of people are coming into this whole conspiracy world as of late, more recently, like all the Q folks too. Pepper's like, Q, there's a freaking pedophile, satanic, worshiping elite group of people. And it's like, yeah, yeah, that <laughs> known about that for like 20 years. Why are you so late to the game? Oh, well, Trump told us about it, blah, blah, blah. But one of the things with the Q folks is they didn't have any discernment or a, a very, uh, they all need to go to college again and study how to research and find primary source material. But I digress. There's a tons of people that are coming into this conspiratorial worldview and understanding that they've been manipulated and lied to their entire lives. So much social engineering has taken place and people are freaking out. They're taking a couple different paths. They're either like diving deep and all they do is research and you aren't woke and you haven't done the latest research and let's just research, 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 research. And I got so much knowledge. I'm so freaking cool that I understand this so much. Research, 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 right? Or they're like, oh my God, this is so freaking frightening. And they get stuck into passive, just like not doing anything, right? So what I would like to encourage folks to do is to not be naive to what's taking place, to understand what's taking place. But as I said, understand it in the context of what are we going to do about it and how are we going to show up and respond to it? And that's what I'd like to talk about. The greater reset, what we're hoping to do. So the Davos agenda, let me show you this little weird thing, this little blurb that I found, which is just so freaking telling. Let me find it here. It, it's all about what's going to be taking place. So this is this, this is like a news release that came out. 
and it came out from the World Economic Forum. What's new? More than 1,500 business, government, and civil society leaders from more than 70 countries will participate in a virtual Davos Agenda 21 event next week to discuss global challenges following the COVID-19 pandemic. Look who's going to be there. None other than the president of the Chinese Communist Party, the Chai Comms, freaking President Xi. There's going to be Angela Merkel, all these New World Order elitist types. It is no, no bueno. Oh, look, this CC here says, when is the next Davos and is there a Bretton Woods soon? That's a great thing to, to pull out. Let me, let me get, I'll, I'll get back on the greater reset, but another part of the great reset is what they're calling and they want a new Bretton Woods agreement, right? And so if you're familiar with Bretton Woods, the history of this monetary policy of the world, it used to be the case that the United States dollar and many fiat currencies were backed by gold, Right. And then the United States was taken off of the gold standard and a bunch of gold was confiscated under the FDR administration. And then under Nixon, it was no, you were no longer able to redeem gold for your dollars. Foreign countries were no longer able to redeem gold for the dollars. U.S. citizens weren't able to for quite some time. But in the 40s, I think, like maybe it's 1944, the Bretton Woods Agreement was all of these power players in the world, they got together and they, it was 1944, and they established a new global monetary system. And essentially, the new global monetary system was that everyone was going to use the U.S. dollar as the global reserve currency, okay? And what the Davos agenda aims to do, what the Great Reset aims to do, is to create a new Bretton Woods agreement where rather than the world using dollars as the reserve currency, they want to use a new currency that most likely will be a central bank digital currency, a central bank centralized cryptocurrency. This is going to have devastating effects on the United States economy, on the United States stock markets, on the value of the dollar. It's going to be a big shift and a big change towards internationalism. The Bretton Woods Agreement is no good. We need to have free markets and stuff. But this is another type of thing that's coming out of the Great Reset Agenda. Um, people are asking about Davos. Davos is taking place the 25th to the 29th. That's when the next Davos is going to take place. And that's when the greater reset is going to coincide. So let me tell you about the greater reset. Essentially, what we aim to do is we aim to create, we have a marketing plan too, right? The Davos marketing plan is the great reset. Well, we're like, hey, you guys are going to have the great reset. Well, you know what? We're going to have a greater reset. And so what we aim to do is to provide people with solutions, to provide people with concrete action items so that as this great reset gets rolled out, so too does the people's reset, the people's agenda. On the one hand, the Great Reset aims to further centralize power and authority into global governments, supranational governments, regional governmental bodies like the European Union, for example, or the Asia Pacific Union or the North American Union as they wanted to roll out. Right. That kind of got pushed back and they turned it into the Security Prosperity Partnership. If anyone remembers from 2005, CFR was all over it. Council on Foreign Relations, another one of these secret society roundtable groups. They want to centralize things. So we're like, you know what? You guys are going to centralize. You guys want to centralize. We're going to decentralize, right? You guys want to use technology in order to control and surveil people. Well, we're going to encourage people to use encryption, to use decentralized technology to protect their value, to protect their information. It's like, it's like a like an Aikido activism kind of deal, 
right? Where like, we're going to take their energy, their momentum, their buzz, right? They're going to create a buzz about what's going on. And we're going to leverage that energy. Everyone's focused on the great reset, right? If we weren't doing this greater reset, chances are most people will be like, the great resets, they're meeting in Davos right now. Let's all focus all our energy on what they're doing in the problem. Let's write articles about the problem. Let's focus on the latest initiative. Let's talk about President Xi's speech and how he said all this creepy, weird communist stuff. And everyone just ate it up. All the world leaders ate it up. We're saying, you know what? Yeah, let's pay attention to what they're doing so we can learn from it and strategize. But more importantly, let's do our own thing, man. Let's build a better world. Let's build back better with freedom and liberty and decentralization and honor individuality and autonomy and everyone's unique perspective on things and create an environment, create a world where people can live free, unmolested by the powers that be. And that's what it's all about, man. And so I'd like to share that there's there's different days and focuses that they're going to have at the Great Reset in Davos. Each day is going to have its own purpose, okay? I'm trying to find where theirs are. And we've kind of mirrored ours about what, what they're going to be focused on. So here they have daily deep dives. This is on the World Economic Forum. I want to thank everyone that's tuned in. We have quite a few people that are watching. I want to thank everyone that's watching on DLive, the Conscious Resistance DLive. That is a non-big tech channel that people can watch. We're not going to be censored there, hopefully. I don't know. Um, I want to thank, we got 75 viewers on DLive. We got 74 coming in on Facebook and YouTube channels. So uh, again, thank you everyone for tuning in. I strongly invite you to go over to livefreenow.show, sign up for our email newsletter so we can get in touch with you if we get shut down by the man. I want to welcome new listeners that perhaps found me through the James Corbett interview on Solutions Watch. And I want to encourage you again to go to livefreenow.show, subscribe to the podcast, stay in touch, rock and roll. This is sponsored by My Brave Botanicals, mybravebotanicals.com, where you can get some Delta 8 THC weed. You can get some Delta 8 gummies. You can get some Delta 8 vape. Keeps us going. That's my job. The more successful I am in my business, the more energy and time I can put into sharing all these great ideas and I can put into all the cool activism that we're doing. All right, so check out this, this agenda. Building trust. Building trust. Here's what you need to know about the Davos Agenda 21. Or in the voice of Klaus Schwab, together we will create a world where everyone is controlled and tracked and surveilled from birth to death. <laughs> That's my Klaus Schwab impression. Needs a little work. From January 25th through the 29th, world leaders will meet virtually for a week of high-level talks hosted by the World Economic Forum. The Davos Agenda 21 will center on the theme of a crucial year to rebuild trust. Sessions will focus on critical issues such as COVID-19 vaccination programs, job creation, and climate change. You know, this whole COVID-19 thing, man. It really accelerated all of this crazy tyranny and technocracy that we've been facing that we knew was coming down the pike. It's almost too perfect, the COVID-19 stuff and the Event 201 and the Rockefeller lockstep documents. It's like sometimes I'm like, maybe it's not such a conspiracy and there's some more random events and some of these Davos people are like goodwill. They just have a different vision of what the solution should look like to our common problems. And then it's like, oh my God, more than likely probably more of daily life is social engineered and contrived and a total freaking fraud, right? But we still got to find the beauty in it because at the end of the day, the natural order of things, right? That There's a natural order. There's a default state. And in my view, the default state is freedom, peace, and love, man, and is harmony. 
an energy that resonates together harmoniously, right? And when these assholes come along, these technocrats, these oligarchs, these Illuminati types, the freaking Cecil Rhodes, the Lord Alfred Milners, the Council on Foreign Relations clowns, the Rothschilds, all of these clowns, right? They all come and they resonate in this nasty, jagged type energy where they have to use deception and fraud and manipulation and false flags and all sorts of bullshit in order to carry out their goals, right? But meanwhile, our goals are love, light, peace, and freedom, man. And our position is the default position. Our position is the natural state of things, right? Sure, there's like predators and prey, and there are food chains and terrible stuff happens in the wild, right? But we smart human beings came and started getting all arrogant and trying to control things, probably because people are so insecure they don't have control over their lives. They want to control others and threw off that jive, man. <laughs> so what the point I'm trying to make is we just need to tap into our essence as free, beautiful human beings. We need to tap into that because it's the default state. And even though the world seems like it's going to hell in a handbasket and it might appear as though these billionaire oligarchs are in total control and are winning at the same time, it is freedom and love that will ultimately win out because that is the way that is the natural order. That is the path. And we just got to focus on that. Don't ever lose sight of that. Always remember, freedom is the natural order. The tyranny and the control is a deviation from that, is a perversion from that. That's why they have to use deception and darkness in order to carry out their aims. So we can expose them. But this whole COVID-19 thing, oh man, it's hardcore. Hardcore chit, man. Okay, let's get back to it. This is what they aim to do for the 25th to the 29th. I'm feeling good today. How are you guys feeling? You feeling good out there? I hope you're feeling good. All right, so they're going to do daily deep dives for their Davos Agenda 21, Agenda 2021. The daily deep dives are day one, designing cohesive, sustainable, resilient economic systems. Day two, driving responsible industry transformation and growth. Day three, enhancing stewardship of the global commons. Day four, harnessing the technologies of the fourth industrial revolution. Day five, advancing global and regional cooperation. So what we're going to do is we're going to come along and we're kind of going to offer a counter to all those different days. Day one, we're going to focus rather than on stakeholder capitalism and this whole centralization paradigm, we're going to focus on the agora, agorism, revolutionary market anarchism, entrepreneurship barter economy, gift economy, right? I have my own views on economics. I happen to like capitalism because it turns out some pretty freaking cool widgets that benefit my lives immensely, right? I don't like cartel capitalism or crony capitalism, but I like the idea of people accumulating wealth and capital and investing that capital in order to turn a profit and fulfill the wants and needs of their fellow man by adding value. I think that's a very beautiful thing, right? But we're also gonna feature people that have a different paradigm. I'm a free market guy at the end of the day. I like to just focus on voluntary exchange. I don't hold capitalism as some value or banner because it is a pejorative, because it is kind of a bastardized term. So I like to focus on voluntary exchange, but I do sure like my freaking Samsung smartphone, right? And I'm using a Windows computer. So I think it's ironic. So many people are against Bill Gates, but we still use his tech all the time. I'm sure some of you guys out there are using Linux and stuff, but whatever. 
So I just want to point out that the cool thing about this, especially working with Derek, we try to be transpartisan, transpolitical. Not everyone is like ag agorist, voluntarist. We're trying to bring together a big tent. But in doing so, sometimes that can create some friction. Maybe I'll share about that. Maybe I won't. So on day two, you know, I couldn't get some clarity on what they were doing on day two, driving responsible industry transformation. I couldn't really at this point. I, we didn't put a lot of thought into how that's going to be different from day one. So day two, we're like, we're just going to focus on some things that we believe are really important. They're part of the Great Reset as well. Again, we're countering what they're doing with the mirror, with the flip side, with the with the dichotomy, the other side, the opposite, right? The dark, the light, the evil, the good, you know what I'm saying? The centralization, decentralization, carbon tax, cap and trade, control paradigm, permaculture, regenerative agriculture. That's what we're trying to do. So on day two, we went ahead and day two is going to be about health and education, natural health. Everyone's focused on health right now. Everyone's getting sick. World's going crazy. Um, we're going to focus on decentralized healthcare, natural remedies, homeschooling, unschooling. There's so much private schools that are like-minded. There's so much control that takes place in the public education system. We got to help people to find some alternatives. And of course, on the big day, they're talking about how do we, you know, improve the global commons, we're going to be talking about permaculture, decentralized environmentalism, stewardship of the earth, technology. They're talking about the fourth industrial revolution, control, surveillance, blockchain technology, identification, all sorts of crazy shit, common pass, immunity passport stuff. We're talking about the liberating power of technology. Decentralized blockchains are immensely beneficial for human liberation and a lot of people are pushing back on that because there's this whole big tent about of people that oppose the Great Reset. And a lot of people in the big, big tent think that blockchain is all bad. I strongly disagree. I very much think that cryptocurrency, especially blockchains like Monero, XMR, totally private, totally decentralized. It obfuscates the transactions that take place. So you have no idea who sent what to whom, how much, when or where. Very beautiful thing. Such a beautiful thing that the IRS is shaking in their boots trying to offer big $10,000, $20,000 bounties. If someone can crack Monero, no one's been able to crack it. Very beautiful thing, right? We simultaneously have this environment where blockchain, Satoshi Nakamoto, he, she, they or them created this cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, the first cryptocurrency. And it's like that yeah, that came on the scene. A lot of people didn't really know what it was at first, but then it started growing and money started going into it. And then people used it to buy drugs on the Silk Road. Wah, ha, 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 right? And then it was like, what the hell is this? Ooh, this is bad. This is scary. And then everyone's like, well, maybe it's not that scary. It's actually pretty cool. You know, all these wealthy people now, the reason why the price went up so high, 20, like 32,000 right now, up to 42,000, is because now all these wealthy people, big power finance players, big hedge funds, Big corporations that have 200, $200 million in the treasury, right? They're like, holy shit, the United States dollar is being debased like crazy, and we need to protect our wealth. And so they see Bitcoin, oh, digital gold, uh, digital scarcity. It has a fixed monetary supply that can't be manipulated, right? And it comes onto the scene. Simultaneously, all the crypto anarchists, libertarians, voluntarists, we're like, holy shit, this is great. We can transfer value globally, and the government can't stop it, right? WikiLeaks was like, oh shit, we got shut down by credit card companies and PayPal. Now we can't run our donations to keep our servers all tight. And so we could do our good work of spreading all the truth about what these evil jerks are doing in government. And they're like, well, we'll just accept Bitcoin and the government can't shut that down. It's a very beautiful thing. But simultaneously, the government, the powers that be, the Davos folks, they're like, ooh, blockchain, this is sexy. 
we can utilize this in order to roll out our mark of the beast system, just like we talked about in our Club of Rome documents back in the 70s, way before this technology existed. It's in the Bible. It's even older than the Club of Rome documents, right? Revelations, the mark of the beast, the idea that everyone will carry this number and you'll need the number in order to exchange goods or services. It's like this mark of the beast is being rolled out, man. It's being rolled out with blockchain technology. But at the same time, it's the blockchain technology that has the capability of liberating us from the very mark of the beast system that very well likely we use blockchain technology. It's a paradox. <laughs> really cool stuff to think about and talk about. Even cooler stuff to implement and to engage in. Tell you what. The blockchain technology like library, which you'll be able to find this video on my library channel and on the Conscious Resistance channel. Library is a decentralized blockchain that enables people to host information that is immutable. It means it can't be changed, can't be deleted, can't be memory hold, can't be censored by the likes of Mark Zuckerberg, or this clown from Twitter. It's a very beautiful thing. And so for people just to wholeheartedly dismiss cryptocurrency, to me, leads me to believe that they don't fully understand it. Although there is this one guy that I butt heads with on Facebook that really does understand it very well. But it's like people just there's people that prescribe omnipotence to the powers that be. And this is something I learned on with my evolution as I evolved away from Alex Jones early on. Right. It's weird, too. I bring up Alex Jones in a historical context and the influence that he had on me 15 years ago. And then everyone's like, he lost me at Alex Jones. That's what happened in the Solutions Watch interview. I brought. Yeah, I learned about. 9-11 Truth from Alex Jones in 2002. And they're like, he said Alex Jones. He watched an Alex Jones video 18 years ago. This guy's a fraud. Why'd you have him on, James Corbett? Like, Come on, man. Come on, man. Sound like Joe freaking Biden over here. But uh, yeah, kind of lost my train of thought there. And that's okay. So the point is, we are going to focus on the liberating side of technology, which is blockchain, encryption, peer-to-peer, -peer, decentralized internet. The world's changing dramatically. Things are being sanitized, right? Like my family, we've used this thing, MMS, Miracle Mineral Solution. Check it out. But don't Google it, because if you Google it, you'll think that it's a freaking crazy, wacko thing to do, when in reality, it's pretty freaking safe, and it really kicks the crap out of pathogens while leaving healthy cells alone. MMS, chlorine dioxide. But the internet, Google, has been sanitized such that it's all propaganda, it's all FDA alerts, it's all bullshit. Same thing with Kratom. I sell Kratom for a living, mybravebotanicals.com, free ounce of Kratom. You get a free ounce, this same thing right here, free ounce of Kratom.com. And I'm telling people about Kratom, this great plant medicine that helps people get off drugs and avoid pharmaceuticals. And they're like, oh, well, maybe I'll go Google Kratom to learn about it. This great guy, John Bush, told me about it. And then they Google Kratom. It's like, you're going to die if you take Kratom. Kratom is the worst thing ever. Take opioids instead of red Kratom for pain and get addicted to pharmaceuticals so we can make money off of you and treat you as a freaking money cow forever. And then you'll be addicted and we don't tell you how to get off of it. Uh, don't listen to John Bush. Uh, don't search Kratom. So we are going to be exploring stuff like IFPS and D-Web, this new technology that's coming out so that we can still communicate with one another. We can still be connected in the event that the government really, really clamps down and controls the Internet, which they're trying to do. And then the final day, the 29th, when the Davos agenda, agenda, when the Davos folks are going to be focusing on advancing global and regional cooperation, a.k.a., you know what that is? Who can tell me what that is in the comments? What do you think they're talking about there? 
advancing global and regional cooperation. Tell you what they're talking about. They're talking about global governance, centralization of information is what they are talking about. And so what we're going to talk about on that day is a very beautiful thing. We're going to talk about decentralized community organizations. I should have been pimping some of these speakers by now to get you guys all excited. I'm sure you've been following along. You probably follow this podcast, follow Derek Rose's work. You've already heard about what we're doing. I'll get to the speakers here in a sec. Try to keep these to an hour, but I'm in a good mood and kind of ranting and raving. Hadn't done a podcast all week, so we're going to keep on with it. I want to thank everyone that's tuned in. Thank you for watching the live edition of the Live Free Now show, and thank you if you are listening after the fact to the podcast at livefreenow.show. News, views, tips, and tools you can use live free, prosperous, and healthy life. On Friday the 29th, a week from today, we're going to talk about decentralized community building, intentional communities. My lovely girlfriend, Rebecca Powers, is going to talk about intentional communities and practical steps that you can utilize. Everyone always wants to live the dream of living in an intentional eco-village, right? So why don't we actually just freaking do it instead of talking about it, instead of focusing on the barriers and the hurdles, let's get proactive and focus on the solutions and let's actually do it, which is something I aim to do this year to acquire a decent-sized piece of land. We're looking at one that's 12 acres outside of town. We want to build a community. I think you can do the same thing. There's a will. There's a will. A lot of people want to do it, right? And it costs money. So get yourself a side hustle. Find out how you can add more value to your employer. Let's build a series of intentional communities and link together like a confederation, like the Hensiatic League and defend one another, trade one another. It'll be a very beautiful thing. We're going to do it. And I'd like for you to come along with me. One of the big things we're going to talk about is freedom cells. And I'm going to break down freedom cells in a sec because I put it in the title of the video and it's a very awesome, powerful thing that's going on with freedom cells, decentralized peer-to-peer mutual aid groups centered around small groups of eight, linking up with other groups of eight to form larger groups, eight groups of eight, 64. We choose eight because eight is the maximum amount of creativity you can get when you have a group of eight people. Man, the Freedom Cell Network has grown to over 10,000 freaking people. I tell you go to freedomcells.org, but we're doing maintenance on the website right now. should be up any time now. Maybe it's up around. No, it's not. So a lot of people are freaking out about that. But I want to point out with the Freedom Cell stuff, the magic isn't the website. The magic is in meeting people in real life and linking up. So every time you come into contact with someone in your area and the Freedom Cell Network, I strongly encourage you to strongly encourage you to get their phone number so you can stay in contact with the phone tree, essentially. I'm going to tell you about Freedom Cells here in a second, and we're going to wrap up. Now, you know, I'm going to give my vision because I, I've been focused on solutions for quite some time. Um, and I, I came up with the Freedom Cell idea. Derek really popularized it and grew it and gave it legs, right? And then COVID-19 happened and went from 1,000 people participating globally to over 10,000 people participating globally. That's a 10x, very beautiful thing. We're going to 10x it again to 100,000. Then we're really going to be a force to be reckoned with, peaceful force, I should say. So it's a very beautiful thing. Okay, so let me, I'm sorry, I'm reading these questions. It's kind of throwing me off here. Let me just answer this guy's question real quick. CC says, can you use Kratom with Suboxone? CC, a lot of people have used Kratom to come off of Suboxone. So Suboxone is something that people take to help detox and come off of opiates like heroin or opioids like fentanyl. And unfortunately, it keeps people trapped in this pharmaceutical paradigm where, sure, they're not on the opioids or the heroin anymore, but now they are addicted to methadone or suboxone and they can't 
kick that and it's not good for their liver. And it's not good for their system. And they struggle with that as well. And when they try to top taking that, they have withdrawal symptoms also. Well, the beautiful thing is that Kratom is a plant medicine. It's just made from the powderized leaves of the Kratom evergreen tree. And people take Kratom in order to minimize, dramatically minimize and reduce the withdrawal symptoms associated with coming off of heroin or coming off of opioids. And a lot of people have found substantial luck coming off of the hard stuff and then coming off of the Suboxone. In turn, you can just Google Kratom detox Suboxone or whatever. You might have to, don't Google, I'm sorry. You can use DuckDuckGo. And if you want to try it for yourself, I'm so passionate about how Kratom can help people that I decided I'm just going to give it away for free. All you have to do is pay $5 shipping and handling We'll send you a free ounce, and it really has helped, literally helped save people's lives. So I just wanted to throw that out there. This guy, Michael, uses MMS. He knows what I'm talking about. I use it every day as a preventative for more than 10 years. Wow, I haven't used it consistently straight. I think my body would kind of be like, I don't know about that. But I did use it to overcome this bacterial infection, and I was drinking a lot of drops of it, and I didn't have any negative consequences whatsoever, and the bacteria went away. So check out MMS, but don't Google it, what I'm saying. All right, so... Uh, let me tell you about some of the speakers that we're going to have, and then I'll talk about the Freedom Cells. I'm going to wrap up because I'm kind of ranting and raving and been talking straight for an hour. Okay, check out some of these speakers, man. This woman, Dr. Vandana Shiva, wow. She is a global powerhouse who has railed against genetically modified organisms and big agriculture and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and she's kind of a big deal. We are very pleased and privileged to have her speaking as part of our Greater Reset. James Corbett, this dude needs no introduction. He has been on the conspiratorial scene for, I don't know, 15, 20 years doing the Corbett Report. I really appreciate his analysis. He's very well researched. Him, like Derek Bros, he's going to sh- not put out any bullshit. Everything that he puts out is going to be really well researched, right? All this Q stuff, right? Like now, when I bring up Q and I'm critical of the Q stuff, everyone's like, you're creating division. And there's like this defensive reaction, but I'm not, I'm trying to be kind here. But really, a lot of folks got led down a rabbit hole that went into a big pile of shit and bullshit. It went into bullshit. It was bullshit. It's total bullshit. Yes, there's a slither of truth, but I'm convinced that perhaps because the slither of truth was beginning to be exposed to the Epstein stuff, the mainstream was beginning to understand that there are, in fact, elite pedophiles, right? That was being exposed. And then all of a sudden, it's like, Q craziness. Oh, my God. There's this plan donald trump is the savior there's gonna be mass arrests we've infiltrated the military and it's just right around the corner two weeks from now so on and so forth then i was i'm like man i think there was a psychological operation taking place but i digress the point is james corbett isn't going to be delivering any type of this q garbage he's going to be shooting you straight really great to have him on board we just recently added this woman dolores cahill she is doing this freedom airlines freedom airway everyone's like what are we going to do? You're required to, you're required. I need to stop looking at the comments. It's throwing me off, but keep commenting guys. I really appreciate it. Um, everyone's like, what are we going to do? You're required to have a vaccine or a, a positive green light on your immunity passport showing that you've gotten the vaccine or you're immune to COVID and we can't fly now. And this lady's like, well, you know what? Why don't we just create our own freaking airline? How about that? And that's what it's all about. It's all about solutions, not reactionary, not getting all depressed and overwhelmed. It's like, okay, this is, this is my mindset. I'm like, wow, I'm not taking a COVID vaccine. I'm not going to do an immunity passport, right? 
but I still want to fly. So I am going to lean into my entrepreneurial hustle so I can afford to fly private or get some sort of charter timeshare kind of deal or whatever the hell, right? That stuff isn't out of your reach if you put your mind to it and you take massive action. We can do whatever the hell we want in this world. We can shape the world and our lives to our liking. You just have to realize that you have the power to do so. You're no different from these powerful people that do cool shit all the time, right? When I say powerful people, I don't mean powerful as in controlling others. I mean power, influence, the ability to achieve your goals, the ability to get what you want out of life. We don't have to be depressed. We don't have to be sad. We don't have to be overwhelmed. We don't have to be freaked out by all the shit that's taking place. We can step into our power and change the world for good. You just have to realize that you can. Come on now. Rosa Corey has been exposing Agenda 21 for quite some time, and she came at it from a left liberal perspective, so we're super excited to have her on board. Foster Gamble, I just interviewed him for my last, last podcast. If you want to learn what he's about, all about, go to livefreenow.show. It's got Charles Eisenstein. I'm not very familiar with him. Bros recruited a lot of these folks, and um, I have a feeling he has a different perspective on economics and markets than I do, but that's perfectly okay because we're just trying to throw out alternative perspectives on how we can create a better world, right? And it doesn't have to be exactly how I want it to be, although my world is going to be how I want it to be. There's all sorts of alternatives and solutions out there. We got Marjorie Wildcraft, Jack Spierko. These two folks are going to teach you how to be food self-sufficient, independent, Richard Grove. I mean, the list is just freaking bomb.com. The Stephen Brooks guy is going to talk about eco-villages. These are the guys from Green Med Info, Sergi and Kelly Brogan. Christian Westbrook, Ice Age Farmer, puts out great content. Matt McKibben's going to talk about encryption. I'm going to talk about freedom cells and agorism and Agora 21. Derek Bros is the freaking man. I love this dude. Jeremy Kaufman, he Kaufman, Jeremy Kaufman is the CEO of Library, the decentralized blockchain. There's my lovely lady, Rebecca. God, she's so beautiful. And it's just, man. We're going to have a panel on freedom cells and building your own community and just it's really freaking cool. And we have the agenda here. So, guys, come to the website, thegreaterreset.org. Share your email address with us so we can stay in contact. We have over 12,000 people that have signed up to participate. We have a huge Telegram channel. And it's just going to be really freaking cool, man. And we are hoping, again, we're calling it the Greater Reset Activation. CC asks, when is this? It is January 25th through the 29th, 6 to 9 or 9.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. It's coming up next week. It's all next week. All next week takes place while the Davos thing's taking place, right? So we're not going to be like, oh, we're going to talk about the Davos stuff. We're going we're gonna to focus on it and see what happens. But that's not going to be the central focus. The central focus is solutions. Derek Bros was like, let's call it the Greater Reset Activation. It's not a conference, not a festival. It's an activation. We want to activate you to take action, to be an active participant in the destiny and future of mankind. We need you to be a player, not a non-playable character, an NPC. We need you to be a player to take the bull by the horns, to be in the driver's seat of your destiny. Come on now. We got this. All right. So before I let you go, I want, yes, Susan Craig asks, will sessions be available to view if we are not available to watch live? Yes, ma'am. We'll be sharing that on the library channels and all that good stuff. You will most definitely be able to check it out. Okay. Now, before we let you go, I'm going to invite you to participate in the Freedom Cell Network. The Greater Reset Activation is a project, an initiative of the Freedom Cell Network. The Freedom Cell Network was founded in 2014. It was just an idea that I had. 
it was like, man, there's so many people that want to live free. I've been in the liberty movement for quite some time. I've been focused on solutions. How do we get from here to there, right? And I'm like, man, what can we do? There's so many people that don't want to participate in government, but they continue to participate in government because they're afraid, rightfully so. If you step out of line, if you don't pay your taxes, if you don't pay your property tax, if you try to travel without your COVID vaccine, if you try to travel without a driver's license, people get roughed up by police all the time. You know, that was traditional tyranny that was taking place before I was all, I mean, I was hip to technocracy, but not as hip as I am now. And the technocracy wasn't advanced as it was just six years ago. And I was aware of the World Economic Forum and Davos and stuff, but they didn't roll out their great reset agenda by then. And so I was like, man, what can we do in order to give people the strength that they need, the courage that they need in order to opt out and just be a total freedom agorist? And I started really honing in on strength in numbers. The idea that one person alone is vulnerable and can be crushed by the man. But multiple people, 10,000 people, a hundred thousand people, a million people together standing up collectively for their individual freedom and sovereignty and for the sovereignty of everyone involved in the organization, in the network. And started honing in, like, what can we do? Let's let's organize, right? These freaking great reset world economic forum guys, they meet every year. Then you got the Bilderberg Group, the Council on Foreign Relations, the International Institute of the Royal International Institute of International Affairs, International Institute of International Affairs, whatever it is. It's the Council on Foreign Relations British counterparts, what started actually. These grew out of the roundtable groups. These guys are fucking on point with their shit and they have plans that they're successful in carrying out. And they've been carrying them out for centuries. There's a century old conspiracy, the Cecil Rhodes conspiracy. G. Edward Griffin will teach you all about it. Multiple generations these guys are focused on. And meanwhile, libertarians are at a freaking circle jerk party trying to get who's going to get nominated for the convention. Everyone's focused on the next election. All these people got all gung ho about freaking Donald Trump. How far did that get you? Right. And I'm like, we got to we can do better. We got all these disparate people that all seemingly want the same thing, freedom and a better life. Right. And they don't want their kids to be subjected to the tyranny that they were subjected to. And it's like, what if we just got organized? Quit fucking around on Facebook all goddamn day and got organized and found like minded people that live in our area that we can congregate with and do cool shit with. Like, Build a garden in your backyard. Lisa Bowman, she's going to be presenting about freedom cells and a freedom cell panel. This woman is so fucking badass. She is building and growing the freedom cell network in Tulsa, Oklahoma, linked up with folks in eastern Oklahoma, linked up with the folks in Arkansas, linked up with the folks in southwest Missouri. They're all linking up. We're going to these big festivals together. They're doing cool shit. Lisa Bowman had her freedom cell group come over and they built a freaking garden in her backyard in like two to three hours, something that would have taken multiple days if she would have done it by herself. Strength in numbers. Find the others. Build some gardens. Go to the gun range, practice shooting. Joe on the east side of town's got five acres, so we're going to all chip in and buy a five dozen chickens for his place. I've been really good about food storage, so we're going to grow the food. I'm going to be the one to can it, right? Just do cool shit together and get each other's back, and that's what it's all about. 
And then when we have a good number of people and we all feel comfortable, maybe we'll all just, you know, declare our independence and opt out of all this control paradigm. Right. And so the Freedom Cell Network, I tell you, go to the website, but it's being updated and upgraded. So please be patient with us. If you're a part of the Freedom Cell Network, I want to reiterate that the website isn't the Freedom Cell Network. The Freedom Cell Network is the connections that you have with your fellow human beings where you come together and work on common goals and you engage in mutual aid and mutual defense should the need arise. Or if you want to be a pacifist, that's fine too. Whatever floats your boat. It's not the website, okay? But I am going to link to to the Telegram groups because the Telegram groups are still rocking. So I invite you to check out our Freedom Cell directory. Let me show you this Freedom Cell directory here. All right, I'm going to share the screen. So I linked to this in the show notes. So you should be able to find this. Um, if you can't, then you'll have to wait for the Freedom Cell website to go up. I don't know if the folks on DLive will be able to see this. But we created this Freedom Cell directory. And so follow the link there in the show notes. And you can get an explanation of what the Freedom Cell Network is all about. We have a little code of conduct. Basically, is be nice to each other. Don't be a dick. And you can find different telegram groups. So you come here. Okay, I'm in the USA. Okay, these are the different states that have set up telegram groups so far. Okay, Texas. Oh, wow, we have Texas, Central Texas, Dallas-Fort Worth, East Texas, Houston, right? Then you go into our little Central Texas group. This is one that I'm helping to organize. And we have little groups on permaculture and food, waking people up, uh, COVID vaccine response, ham radio, privacy, a loyal title, entrepreneurship and business. There's even more local groups like South Austin group, Hill Country group. I'm telling you, man, we are getting organized. We're doing a lot of cool stuff. The website should be up later this evening or tomorrow. That's freedomcells.org. You can join. You can put yourself on a map. Don't use your home address. Use an address of a coffee shop down the street or the park down the street. Um, in the meantime, if you haven't joined the Telegram groups, there's all sorts of Telegram cells. There's chat groups. There's mastermind entrepreneurial success groups. There's folks that are linking up with ham radio. It's like we are literally building the free society that we've all desired and yearned for for quite some time. And we're not just talking about it anymore. We're not theorizing about it. We're not writing articles about it. We're not sharing shit on the Internet. Oh, that's what I'm doing right now. We're doing it, man. We're doing it. So. I strongly invite you to be a part of it. It's just a network of like-minded individuals working together for common goals. And it's really freaking cool. Okay. So again, I want to thank you. Oh, so here, let me just, this guy says Ruger Storm. Ruger, Ruger, I don't know, is that a German term or something? Being organized can make you vulnerable. Hope you got some good security measures in place. I would think that being unorganized would make you vulnerable. I guess you mean like somebody else said, how do we stop the Stasi from getting involved in the Freedom Cell Network? So, you know, I got to tell you, a lot of people, a lot of people just their first reaction is that of fear or like worst case scenario rather than being like, wow, there's a lot of potential there. I I think this is a beautiful idea and I'm excited about the future. People see it's all people's focus and energy. So if your focus is, wow, I heard this great idea, Freedom Cell. This guy just shared this cool idea, Freedom Cells. And it's like, I heard about that idea. And then your first response, the first place that you go in your head is fear of the government cracking down or fear of infiltration. I want to share with you that if that's what you're focused on, then that's what you're going to manifest, right? Again, not to be naive, 
not to overlook the po- the prospect of infiltration, counterintelligence, all sorts of stuff, right? Domestic terrorism laws coming down the pike. Yes, we've thought about this, but that's not the focus. So some people are like, wow, it's a risk to be involved with the Freedom Cell Network. Well, I would argue that it's an even more big of a risk to not be involved with the Freedom Cell Network, to not have a network, to not be a part of something. That's what I would say. How do you weed out infiltrators and stuff? Well, the thing to do is to form an inner cadre group of approximately eight people with people that you know and trust. You start, it's like concentric circles. Start with the concentric circle, your family, your buddies, the guys you've been meeting with for the past three years, the guys you met in the Ron Paul revolution, 2007, 2008, whatever, your gardening group, your gun group. You start with the concentric circle and then you only add others, but you add them with the understanding that until they're fully vetted and trusted and have demonstrated to you that you can trust them, you are always a little bit cautious around them, perhaps, or at least you don't entirely let your guard down, right? So we meet in Austin. We've had our third meeting, monthly meeting. There were 60 people. Is there a chance that one of them is an undercover cop? Sure. In fact, there was a freaking cop at the last one, one, and he's like, hey, guys, I just want to let you guys know I'm an active duty police officer, and I'd be happy to help train you guys in self-defense and and proper firearms usage. And we're like, fucking A, man. I'm glad there's a freaking cop that's on our side, right? Is it a possibility that the FBI taps the place that we meet at or that one of them is an FBI infiltrator or that there's half a dozen FBI members that have accounts on freedomcells.org or our our 980-person telegram group, Global Freedom Cell Group, there's FBI members watching? Yes, the NSA can tap into every single thing you're doing. But what are you going to – what's the freaking point? Don't do anything illegal. If you're going to do like some pretty undercover type stuff, then do it in an encrypted communication channel like Signal or meet in person. We're not doing anything illegal. That's the beauty. That's what people fail to recognize. Being a part of the Freedom Cell Network is not against the law. Okay? That being said, people get harassed and harmed and even killed like Sandra Bland. And Right? People get harmed all the time and they're not breaking the law. But when the cops come a knocking and when shit happens in your life, when you get busted for weed or something and you have kids and the CPS is knocking on the door, you're going to wish that you had an organized network of people that are ready and willing to render aid and support you. We're not a militia. We're not violent. In fact, just the opposite. Most of us are peaceful, nonviolent resistance, satyagraha. But at the same time, many people own firearms and will use them to defend themselves, their family, or their community. And that's a very beautiful thing. And that's not something that's illegal either. We reach a point where shit has gotten so bad that it's actually more of a risk to be a lone wolf and to not have a network. That's my my two cents. You focus on your inner cadre group of your trusted people. Maybe it's five people. Maybe it's eight people. Maybe it's 10 people. That's your trusted group. You're pretty damn certain that none of them are infiltrators, although it's possible, but you've known them for a while, so on and so forth. They're vetted. You do stuff with other groups. What do you do? You go to the gun range, not illegal, low risk. You go build, you do a perma blitz and build gardens in the spare land, the, the freaking unowned land down the road or in people's backyards. Where's the risk? Where's the risk? Why is everybody focused on fear all the time? It's frustrating. Again, we're not naive. 
We're not going to go lollygagging, dancing, breaking all sorts of laws, coming up with plans. This isn't an insurrectionist movement. This is an opt-out, exit and build, peace and freedom. Get the freaking group of old ladies together for knitting so they can knit some freedom cell swag, right? Get your kids together and homeschool them together. Have a family co-op where twice a month you meet and you go to the freaking park together. Grow food in your backyard and host a canning class. That's what this is. And eventually, when enough of us are together, perhaps we can opt out. Now, that's something that's illegal, not paying your income tax or your property tax, disobeying unjust laws. That's illegal, right? But you don't have to cross that bridge unless you want to. And that bridge isn't being crossed right now. And in fact, there's already tons and scores of people that are pure agorists. Derek Bros is freaking one of them. And he's loud and proud. And Derek Bros isn't dead. And Derek Bros isn't in a cage. In fact, Derek Bros was in a cage for drugs back before he was open-minded and aware and awake, quote unquote. And now he'd learned so much from that. And now he's, you know, he's he's bold and radical, right? But the dude's not breaking the law either. He's just a few man. So for people like bros that are like all hardcore, I guess he's breaking the law with his tax stuff and stuff. He's just a free agorist. He's loud and proud. He's just free. He's a free dude. And it's like Derek Bros isn't in a cage. So if you Link, link up and go to a meeting with the Freedom Cell Network, you're not going to get put in a freaking cage. Kevin Dugan says, I'm having trouble spreading the word because everybody connected to something that's going to happen, but people get freaked out, freaked out about Lucian Tarnowski. Okay. Lucian Tarnowski. All right. So there's, let me see if this is the guy that I think that we're talking about. So there's some connections. There, okay. So there's a guy that's in our that's going to be speaking at our event, and he is friends with some guy that's part of the World Economic Forum and that's gone to World Economic Forum meetings. There was also someone that was connected to the event that we have asked not to participate in the event because some of the stuff that he was involved in had some ties to some stuff that we're opposed to, right? But here's the deal. If people are going to nitpick every single little thing that's taking place, I mean, I hope that you... Like if you know me, if you listen to my podcast regularly, if you know me for quite some time, been an activist for 20 years, like I'm not an operative. I'm not working for the man. I'm not part of the World Economic Forum or the New World Order. Same thing with Derek Bros, right? We're bringing together a large group of people. If you can see from the speakers, there's quite a few people here, right? Some of these people are going to have connections to people that you may not like, or some of these people are going to push for sustainability or whatever, right? But okay, then so what? If if you're like, hey, this is cool, greater reset thing's taking place, and someone's like, well, I read an article or saw this video on YouTube that this guy Lucian Tarnowski or whoever the hell we're talking about, he's with the World Economic Forum, and he did an interview with with this guy. Which guy is it? One of these guys. This guy, he did an interview with Stephen Brooks, and Stephen Brooks and this guy that's part of the World Economic Forum are friends. It's like, come on, man. Not everyone knows what the hell's going on, and the World Economic Forum is a really big freaking tent, and there's a lot of people that are drinking some of the Kool-Aid to believe that these people are doing good work. There's a lot of people that think the United Nations is a very good thing, and there are some good things that the United Nations does, but at the end of the day, they want to create a totalitarian global government. Many people are aware of that. But like we said, we're creating a big tent. We're not inviting Illuminati operatives. Right. The people that the, one of the guys before we discovered some stuff, but the guy's a good guy. And I do a podcast and I, I, I've worked with this guy and it's. It's like, OK, if you're going to dismiss the whole freaking thing because someone's once removed from somebody, then just don't participate. Simple as that. Or if you're talking to people about it and they're like, well, I saw this video about Tor Toronowski or whatever the hell. And 
I think this is some kind of op or whatever, then just move on and talk to somebody else. There's plenty of people in the world. We don't need everyone to participate. So, <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been a wonderful broadcast. The camera lights on my face are starting to make me a little bit hot. I want to thank you so much for tuning into the program today. This has been a wonderful broadcast. We've gone a little bit over my allotted one hour time that I give myself. This is the Live Free Now show, livefreenow.show. Today, we talked about the importance of being proactive and not allowing ourselves to be engaged in a reactionary paradigm where the enemies of liberty, where people can control us. We need to be in control of our destiny. We need to redouble our efforts and work as hard as we can, taking massive action in order to create a better world. Because as human beings, we can do better and we deserve better. I have two children and I don't want my children to inherit this paradigm that's been created and this paradigm that the World Economic Forum and their Great Reset aims to create. They want to dramatically reshape society. They want to dramatically alter the relationship between individual and government. They want to have the return of big government, as one of the subchapters is in the COVID-19 book that Klaus Schwab authored. They want to usher in a fourth industrial revolution panopticon surveillance society where people are tracked, traced, and controlled from birth to death. They want to institute these crazy impact investing, pay for success, financial markets and instruments where wealthy oligarchs place bets on desirable outcomes in given areas. For example, where we're going to create an artificial intelligence, robotics, drone industry, and we're going to invest in preschool children so we can mold them into our ideal human being so they can be a cog in the wheel for the fourth industrial revolution. That's what the Great Reset aims to do. But what are we going to do about it? Are we going to research it? Are we going to share articles? Are we going to do a video about it? Are we going to go to Infowars.com and see their latest article on the Great Reset that's defeatist and reactionary? Are we going to get so disillusioned and afraid that we do absolutely nothing? No. I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to focus on the beauty in this world. We are going to understand that the default natural state in this universe is peace, freedom, harmony, and love. And we are going to align ourselves with those energies. We are going to resonate so much fucking love, light, and beauty in this world that it's going to be contagious, more contagious than COVID-19, SARS-CoV-2, whether it's a thing or not. We are going to spread our radiant joy and we're going to focus on some really kick-ass solutions. And we're going to be highlighting those solutions as part of our event, January 25th through the 29th, 6 p.m. to 9, 9.30 Central. It's called The Greater Reset. It's our collective response to The Great Reset, thegreaterreset.org. We're going to have an amazing lineup of speakers, and each and every one of them is going to be focused on practical action steps that you can take in order to find freedom in your life. We are living in very beautiful times, and I, for one, feel absolutely blessed to be alive right now. Take part in this transitional phase. We're at a crossroads. Things can go greater centralization. 
greater tyranny, greater control, greater fear, greater division, or can shift. We can reach a new age of enlightenment where information, access to information is no longer suppressed, where we have true ownership of our wealth and our value, where we can encrypt private communications with one another. And for the first time in the modern era, we can live outside of the purview and control of the state. It's a paradox, ladies and gentlemen, because simultaneously this massive technocracy is coming to being. But at the same time, there's some very beautiful things that are taking place. People are waking up unlike ever before. And it's absolutely important that we act as leaders, that we lead by example, and that when people wake up, we don't let them fall down a rabbit hole of deception, psychological warfare. Rather, we see, oh, this person is now beginning to question the prevailing narrative and the status quo. And so I want to help them rather than feeling disillusioned. I want them to feel empowered. I want to offer them a hand and show them that there is another way to live based on mutual respect, harmony with our fellow human beings, and harmony with nature and the earth and all of this world's beautiful creatures. That is where we are right now, and you have the opportunity to play an active role in creating a future that is much more desirable than anything we've ever seen in the past. You have that role, and it all starts with you making a decision right now, committing to a life of excellence, committing to fully understanding the power that you possess to be an agent for good in this world. So will you make that commitment with me? We commit right now to yourself, to your fellow human beings, to your family, to your community. Commit right now that you are going to step into your power, that you are going to be focused on solutions in a proactive way. You are going to align with your purpose in life. You are going to set big, beautiful, sexy goals. And you're not going to be taken off your path by the election of the day, by the latest Q drop, by the bullshit that the World Economic Forum is pulling. You are going to take control of your life and you're going to radiate light, love and joy. And you're going to help me. You're going to help everyone that's speaking at the event. You're going to help me and good old Derek bros and help us create a better world because we can do better as human beings. We just have to unite. We have to believe in ourselves and we have to take action, massive action. All right. This is the Live Free Now show. Thank you for tuning in. I love you. Let's let's do it. We got this. Let's do it. Yeah. Peace and freedom. I'll see you on the 25th, 6 o'clock. Be there. TheGreaterReset.org. Thanks a lot. I'm out. <laughs>